welcome along to another Yorkshire podcast. This is uh, the best of food and drink across uh, Yorkshire and wherever we can stumble across some great produce. Um, this uh, this week we are chatting to Phil from the Haxby Bakehouse. How are you? Yeah, all good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Coping with the situation. <laughs> yeah, how, how has it all been for you uh, during during this current situation that we're all in at the moment? Uh, so business wise, so sort of business business wise, um, obviously instantly as soon as all the hotels and everything and the cafes shut, that was our wholesale side of business sort of really just sort of disappeared overnight. Um, uh, there's a few, there's a f- just a few people still we're, we're sending bread to um, who are retailing it and have done you know various uh, delivery services and things like that. So so we we. We, that all sort of disappeared very quickly. Um, then when the full sort of lockdown came, it was all really weird, to be quite honest. Um, it had gone from, yeah, just sort of making silly quantities of bread and people coming in and trying to stop people panic buying to then people, just no one around. So we had to sort of change what we were doing, really. Um, yeah, so then we've taken it from there. <laughs> You've um, you've been part of the uh, supper collective as well. That's been going on as well, which has uh, been a great initiative. Um, how how tell us about that as well. well that was basically um, it was basically Steve at Pig and Pastry who who's uh, you know it was his initiative. Um, you know, it'd be amazing for him just to come up with that so quickly um, because we initially, if I'm right, that we they tried to do. Um, sort of a takeaway only service from the pig and pastry. Um, and I think a lot of people out there, there was people like Russ at Kiosk and everyone tried to sort of, you know, carry on. You know, what we, I think most of us sort of, you know, we we feel that we, we're meant to feed people. That's what we're sort of, you know, that's what our job is. Um, and that's what a lot of people carried on doing. So Steve sort of tried to do, you know, a responsible sort of distancing and takeaway only, etc. But realised it was more and more difficult to do that. And I think a lot of us as businesses, we sort of felt, you know, were we doing the right thing? Um, you know, because you know, obviously the government were encouraging people to take delivery only, etc. Um, encouraging people to come to us maybe wasn't the right thing. So Steve, Steve Sharp, Pig and Pastry, but really sort of literally instantly came up with, this, you know, delivering and trying to identify sort of people who had fallen through the cracks of, you know, uh, social care, really. Um, and then he got on board, if I'm right, he got on board with some of the councillors helped to basically work out distribution side of things and to get yeah. it all so it could get to identify who needed it and also get stuff to the hospitals, um, which was which is brilliant because... Um, we started to supply some stuff to the hospital, but they, the cross-contamination team sort of came in and weren't accepting ad hoc deliveries, so it needed to be sorted officially, really. Yeah. Um, and that's what Steve did. Um, and then he's just got more and more people on board with um, different restaurants, because obviously there's chefs out there all over the place and restaurants empty. Um, but with all the equipment, people can donate the food, people are donating to the charity to buy food. For, for them so so yeah it's great very good so um 
sort of take us back to the sort of start of Haxby Bakehouse. How how did it all how did it all come about? Uh, so we will be we'll be twelve years old this year. Um, I basically worked in Virgin Megastores, so I was sort of manager of a record shop, basically, and just liked cooking and baking. That was my sort of hobby. Um, and as things got like harder on the high street and Virgin Megastores never made any money back in the old days, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was, uh, so um, we, there was a local health food shop where we are at the moment. That was the premises where we are. That was the guy was retiring and he had a little bakery in the back. So uh, me and my wife, Tina, just took that over um, and slowly changed it from a sort of health food shop into what we wanted, which was sort of bakery, deli, etc. Um, and then took it from there. I did it like a three-day bread course before I started. <laughs> um, and there was not, even at the time then, there was no one really. There were so few bakeries doing things properly and sort of tradition, you know, like without the use of chemicals, etc. And, you know, every, everyone had sort of, all the, a lot of the craft bakeries had sort of sped up the process rather than slowed it down which is what I wanted to, to do. Um, and so, yeah, so then we took it from there. So I had to do a lot of on-the-job learning and customers had to sort of bear with me while I made crap bread and then <laughs> and got better at it, um, which they did, which was good. Um, yeah. How, how long do you reckon it took you to, to sort of get, get each, each product that you're making at the moment to, to where it is now? All right, in all honesty, we're... We change stuff all the time. So even today, there's uh, myself and Alex who are in baking today. Um, the other bakers are uh, furloughed at the moment just because we're we're not as busy as we were, and they were commuting sort of quite a distance to get here. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we I mean we're tweaking stuff all the time. So our standard, you know, our sort of uh, pan de leaven art, you know, sourdough that we do every day. Today we're just tweaking it slightly, changing sort of changing some of the flour to more local flour, upping the water, things like that. Yes, everything just is, you're always, that's why I like it really, just constantly learning and changing what you do. Because what, what, on on a spectrum, what, what, how much do you actually usually bake per, like per day on a, on a normal, what would be a normal day, I suppose, obviously <laughs> taken away from the, the, the current circumstances? Yeah, I mean, on a, I don't know, I never really track exact numbers, but on the, like on a busy, a busy Friday night, Saturday morning, um, we would have to start loading the ovens at eight o'clock Friday night, and I'd finish loading the ovens maybe eight o'clock Saturday morning, so it'd be like 12-hour oven shift. Yeah. Um, and that would, if we had a market on, that would be, with somewhere, but yeah, with a thousand loaves easily, um, with a market on maybe a thousand five hundred, plus all the pastries um, as well. So sort of you know hundreds of different different pastries, etc., and all the other little bits and pieces we do. Um, so yes, yeah, so obviously the volume at the moment um, nowhere near what we were doing, um, which does in a way is quite nice in some respects because it gives us a chance to actually, you know do fine tuning of things where I tweak things slightly um, as, we're, as we're going, you know, so that's, that's quite nice. That's the upside of what's going on. Yeah. I was going to say, cause I, I think that in, 
in such the strange circumstances that we're in, I think a lot of people have sort of taken the taken the minds to how they can improve things in in certain ways. Obviously, a lot of people have taken up new hobbies and, and that sort of thing. But also, yeah, people yeah. people like yourself will will obviously be able to take this time to sort of come up with with new ideas, I suppose, and and yeah. different different ways of of coming up with something like that. Yeah, and we've also just purely for fun is that we've actually set up the my home smoker at the back of the bakery. So at the moment we've we had a, a bacon project on, which we've been curing some bacon just for ourselves for the last two weeks, which is now being cold smoked outside. <laughs> so so we're finding little ways to fill the gaps because what the, the the days ended up for us, it's like because we don't take the shortcuts of you know so. Our dough, our, our dough's still still are a three day process from start to finish, um, but with making less, you just end up with lots of little gaps in between where you're sort of waiting for dough to prove and waiting for dough to say yes. Yeah. So we're just filling them up with lots of you know lots of deep cleaning and then things like the bacon project on the side. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think as well with obviously everything that you'd normally do, a lot of people won't realise like the sort of things that you do bake you've mentioned pastry i think a lot of people probably would would it be fair to say associate you with more with the bread and and things and i think as a whole rounded project i think you you how much do you actually bake in what other products do you actually bake well we do everything really so everything all the bread um then all the cakes um all the pastries everything everything's made from scratch so um we're using a lot of local flour. In fact, I'm, as I'm talking to you now, I'm sat on a ton of Yorkshire organic millers flour. That unfortunately, I need to carry in the building at some point today. <laughs> um, I'm just just delaying it. Um, yes, so everything's from scratch. So whether it's we don't buy um, at the moment, the only thing we buy in is local meat products from other people. Um, so we leave sort of you know things like pork pies, etc. To you know, the, the local butchers yeah. who win the awards for that, and we'll we'll leave that to them. Uh, but everything else is, whether it's, you know, pastry that goes into, you know, our Danish pastries and kind of raisin things, that's all produced. Um, try and use, again, sort of, yeah, everything's, all the flowers organic, and we use as many local producers as we can, really, to, to keep that. Um, so, yeah, it's just a, quite a lot. <laughs> is, there any, <laughs> is there is there anything in particular that you you really enjoy making when it, it comes down to it? In, in all honesty, the, probably just my favourite is is just one our our hand eleven our daily sourdough, which is the one that most people in all honesty know us for. Um, that's just like you know, it's. It, it's it's there's nothing well there's as i say there's nothing special about it other people probably would disagree but it's it's our daily bread that we make we just i think it's you know super tasty consistency is really good i love it when it comes out of the oven it's meant to be how it should be um, and you're making a lot of it which again is like it's nice when you're baking a lot of something and it all turns out right that's quite nice you know um other than that, I do enjoy I do enjoy pastries in a sort of love hate relationship. <laughs> where when they're when they're great, I love them and I love eating them. Um, but it's quite a frustrating, you know, 
can be the elements can be against you some days in our bakery with it being so hot so um so yeah so that's uh yeah Past pastries and the sourdoughs the sourdoughs is probably the winner out of like what i prefer baking how many yeah. how many people on a normal day do you normally distribute to then do you have, do you have quite a you must have quite a mass of people across the, yeah. the region yeah i mean we go as far we we I mean, it probably, I don't know, I don't know how many customers we've got, to be honest, probably 30, 40 retail customers, um, sort of wholesale, sorry, customers that we, yeah. we supply to um, normally, um, ranging from, you know, hotels into, you know, a weekly the sort of run out to the um, Black Swan in Oldstead to Roots, uh, all the restaurants, you know, pig and pastry take bits, brew and brownie, then over towards Moulton, Castle Howard and um so yeah we're all over really um and then obviously when we sell from haxby itself um we we, we unfortunately we're caught up because we've got a whole brand spanking i've got a brand spanking new unit at clifton moor um with brand new ovens brand new cold room everything basically and then this has happened so we're not actually we haven't actually moved into it it's just sat there empty waiting for us to, yeah, I was going to because I was so, going to mention about that. Yeah, that was that was literally the next question on my on my list to ask is, was was about the new premises. So you, yeah, so they they're not actually open yet. But obviously, if no, um, what I was going to say is then is how how is that has that impacted anything with the business in 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 terms of that as well, or is that something obviously that you've been able to put on the back burner for the time being? I've sort of put it on the back. It's it's not on the back burner. With there's because um, basically the power got connected with the power. The power's been the main thing. We could have been in months ago, but power companies were being pains. Um, so we the power actually finally got turned on on the first day of lockdown. The power company actually put a new meter in so we could have power. Um, but then we've just sort of we you know we've held off everything there um it, it's it's fine and, and the only the only downside is i've got a unit which i'm paying rent on um which is just sat empty that's yeah. the only downside to be quite honest but we you know we just have to swallow that as a business and there's nothing we can really do about that um and we're just looking forward to you know when we actually as soon as soon as things sort of as soon as things you know lockdown lightens um the the electricians and etc can all do their finishing touches and you know there's a few tiny bits and pieces jobs and um and commissioning of things that we need to do but really then it's just all all we need to move is a mix one mixer and we can be up and running that sort of so, so which is sort of you know so yeah yeah it's as uh, so simple as that then i suppose in in yeah in the in the grand scheme of it so tell us tell us about the the new site then because you've you've had that what basically you've sort of pretty much had that up and running i think or had the premises for the last couple of months if, if i've got that right well i actually got we got the premises in september last year um and just through various sort of you know stalling of things here and there it's taken just a while to to get to get going so we had the the ovens were actually delivered um before christmas um but we needed the main pitch we had was we needed an actual power upgrade so we had to wait for northern grid to put in new cables etc um 
And then, other than that, it was just an annoying power companies sort of not pulling their finger out to connect the power was really annoying. Um, so, yeah, it's all brand spanking new equipment that we can't wait to work on, really. <laughs> is it is it going to be, a, is it basically a brand new premises that you're moving to completely, or are you, are you keeping the, the original base and doing certain things at, at the new new spot? Yeah, so we're going to keep, basically, it's to move bread, because we've really just outgrown the bakery in the back of, um, in the back at Haxby. Um, plus, also, if we want to invest in, in new ovens and a cold room, um, size-wise, we just don't have any more space in Haxby. So we're keeping uh, cake production going, so we'll still have the bakery at the back, um, just going to slightly sort of, you know, reduce the size of it, tidy it up, etc., um, cakes will carry on in the back. Um, we want to take on some of the sort of, once the bread's out, we can sort of do um, some of the meat side of things, um, more savoury side of things. For um, So we can sort of, you know, whether we look at our own sausage rolls and et cetera, you know, and more savoury side of things. Um, and really, it's just the bread and bread and pastries that are moving to Clifton Moor. Um, and then we'll do some retail from there as well. Um, so, you know, once every once everything's back up and and running, we can do, you know, retail from from there. That's for the plan as well. So, so yeah, looking forward to it. And then obviously you've got obviously where where the original bakehouse is, you've got the deli there as well, and and the shop at the front, and people can come in and have a coffee and things like that, can't they? Is that is that yeah? Is that something that you'd you'd like to expand on further, or is that just something that you want to keep? keep as a bit of a niche thing to to where you are yeah well i think the, i think the plan is once we've once we've sort of shrunk the bakery down a bit we can put a few sort of uh, look at you know sort of a few extra seats moving in um and the fact that there won't be sort of four bakers swearing in the back and yeah. um, cursing at each other then that will make it a more pleasurable experience for customers as well no doubt so they, they don't have to listen to us um so yeah, so that will be sort of just a. We're just going to sort of have it, a, you know, a work in progress and unravel things as they go. I think is the is the plan. Um, Tina, sort of, my wife runs the sort of that side of things, so she's got plans that she's you know wants to put into effect out there. Uh, so I'm just sort of waiting to see as well. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have. Um been trying to do a lot of baking at home i'm sure you've probably seen people complaining about the lack of flour in in supermarkets and things at the moment yeah um what what would you say would be your best tips for people who are trying to bake at home at the moment um oh don't bother just come and buy our bread <laughs> no, um uh, yeah no, uh, i would say one of the things we've had it from some people is people trying to get hold of masses of quantities of yeast um where we just don't need a lot. You don't need, a, you know, slow fermentation with a small amount of yeast is a lot tastier, a lot better bread than whacking loads of yeast in and making, you know, bread very fast. Um, there's loads and loads of things online at the moment. Um, this guy I'm speaking to today, Wayne Caddy, who he's the um, head tutor at the School of Artisan Food. Um, and because they've... Because obviously the, the college um, school of artisans shut at the moment, he's started to do a YouTube channel um, and putting on all of his. He's got 
wealth of experience that he's putting online and things. Um, there's loads of bakeries and people who aren't baking at the moment who are all doing step-by-step guides. Um, there's loads of people on Instagram, sort of, yeah. Ursa Minor in Northern Ireland, Brick House Bread. There's loads of people out there giving sort of, you know, precious tips and talk-throughs and Firehouse, another guy out in, in, in Ireland who's doing some really great stuff and different, you know, I think he's on cinnamon rolls he's doing today. Um, yeah, so I would just get on, have a look online and so much information that people are putting out, which, you know, sort of, you know, which is great. And in, in terms of yourself, what, what's the sort of food that you love to eat away from baking? What, what is it that you love eating the most? What's your perfect meal? Probably, well, I'm just, I'm sat here being sort of, you know, with right next to a smoker. I love my, my new hobby became sort of, you know, I love sort of, you know, smoking meats and uh, curing things and resting around and stuff like that. Um, that would be, yeah, either sort of smoky food or, and then I'm getting, I need to improve my broth, definitely. But, but um, I'm quite getting into sort of, you know, Asian and ramen, etc. Um, and things like that. I'm trying to sort of, you know, cook that side of things. Yeah. And is there any, any restaurants that you love to go to at the moment as well? What was, if you, if there was one restaurant at the moment that you could go to in, would, where would you be going? It, it, if in, I would probably be uh, Market Street Cleaver. I just love his food. Um, and yeah, that would probably be one of my favourites. When he was at Brew York Tap Room, um, had some great meals there with him, um, with the food he did. Um, but I'm also at the same time, actually, who and Morgan, who's taken over uh, Smoking Blues, who's taken over the tap room. I can't wait to get there as well because his I've eaten a lot of his food at street um, food festivals and stuff. Yeah. And his smoky sort of slow cooked meat is just great. Um, so that would be either of them two would be ace. <laughs> it's, yeah. um, it's a good it's a good spot as well is that Brew York Tap Room, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. Yeah. So something not quite. I'm I'm I, I think I've been had some lovely meals like a you know. Um, roots and squash and places like that. I think sometimes some of the my, that's lost on my palate. Maybe <laughs> something a bit bolder. <laughs> so yeah, less, less refined. Um, yeah, less refined and a few more beers with it. That's I think. That's and that, a I nice big, big nice big yeah. burger and chips, plain simple. That all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's yeah, nothing definitely. plain and simple about those burgers in that place, though. Uh, no. no. <laughs> do you have a? Do you have a? No particular tipple as well to go with it is there a favorite that you like going to in there oh um trying to think we've got where he's they've got an excellent off-license beer shop two doors from the bakery so that's that's a a nightmare because greg has like literally one fridge is dedicated to brew york stuff (laughs) so that's always and they're just so prolific with what they're producing that it's quite nice that you sort of you know and that's quite nice. Just keeps it keeps it interesting with new things coming out. Um, yeah, maybe one of the yeah. Yeah. And then the, then Beaver Town Neck Oil's always a lovely go to one as well. That they're quite happily sucked one. 
Yeah, that 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 is a a particular favourite of mine as well. The Brew yeah. the Brew York Tonkoko as well is another favourite. I'd, I'd say. For yeah, me. absolutely. We, we've worked out. We've got some. We're luckily we know with being bakers, we end up knowing brewers, butchers. Um, so we're all looking after each other during yeah. this period as well. So, um, Bad Seed Brewery kindly dropped me a nice uh, their um, wheat beer the one they did with the black swan so oh they, they, they kindly dropped me a crate of that the other day <laughs> so that's nice so yeah yeah all above board you know <laughs> kept, kept, kept <laughs> well oiled pavement in bread yeah <laughs> um yeah. what what's the what would you say what's the future for haxby bakehouse and what 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 where would you see yourself in the next couple of years hopefully all being well um just in all honesty just sort of doing the same i i thought of um the main thing i like doing is just i like baking so i i don't have you know massive aspirations other than i want to stay fully involved baking really um that's what i like doing i don't want to be a i don't want lots of shops and be you know running around in a van all day yeah you know etc i'd rather be in the bakery the crack of dawn, you know, and and on the ovens baking. Um, there's we've got a particularly, you know, really good team at the moment. Um, had Brett, um, Alex is baking with me. He's he came up from London just before lockdown from Dusty Knuckle Bakery. Um, Brett, who's furloughed at the moment, he's had loads of bakery experience. I've known him for sort of years. Um, and then Rosie, who's over in Leeds. Again, loads and loads of bakery experience. So I've got this, like, you know, can't wait for them all to come back that we can. Um, and it's all what I enjoy doing. It's just, you know, keeping it interesting and changing things that we sort of have, you know, our staple breads. But at the same time, it's it's that constantly learning, constantly tweaking, coming up with new ideas, as well as the, the staple stuff we do. Um, so I just really want to carry on doing that. Um and play with my new oven as soon as I can. <laughs> I know, but you can't wait to get into there, can you? Yeah, yeah. No, that's the that's one of that going to be the highlight. <laughs> oh, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you, Phil. Also, but before we go anywhere, people can obviously buy buy the bread as well. How can people buy that at the moment? Um, we're doing so. What we're doing at the moment is we're delivering locally a Tuesday and a Saturday. Um. A friend of ours is just updating the website today for me, so there's information on the on the website. Um, but basically, it's, it's pre-order only and delivery only to sort of the local area. Um, on a Thursday, we're doing um, sort of what we're calling community drops. So if if someone in an area can get together an order for local people, if we can drop it at one place, because um, we're basically we're relying on volunteers who are doing all the deliveries for us yeah. to make it viable. So. Um, we just need them to be, we're not asking for, there's no particular sort of minimum order. We're just asking for it to be viable, really. Um, if you're local to, to Haxby, New Year's, we're at Contington, all that area, we're to Strensel, um, there's no minimum order there. We're just, you know, if people are in, if people are isolated and want one loaf on a Saturday, fine, it's not a problem because the, the volunteers are happy to, you know, deliver that. Um and then we're just trying to, you know, sort of obviously keep ourselves going and support the other local businesses. So we've got things like, you know, Acorn Dairy, 
milk and Raffi's spice box and roost coffee and all these other bits and pieces that we you know, try and add in if people are missing them just if we yeah. sell in the deli. Uh, team is sort of sorting people out for cheeses and things who are keeping. So we've not really got an online shop. There's a sort of online wish list um, and pastries we've reintroduced now that we're doing on a Saturday. Um, as you know, it's that balance between, you know, people need a little bit of a treat and a morale booster at yeah, a weekend. Definitely. Um, you know, uh, without overdoing it sort of thing. That's, that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh great stuff um well thank you very much phil hope all goes well and you back in your new premises very soon i hope yeah and, and yeah i can't wait else. uh thank you very much <laughs> Job was nowhere near.